Good morning, everybody. You are listening to Fun in the Locker Room. It's a little past 11.30 a.m. on this Sunday morning. Get a little warmer. Get a little warmer around here. Spring is coming. It's a good, it's a good time around campus. Uh, fun in the Locker Room, your favorite sports radio show where we have a little bit of fun in the locker room, talk about our hot takes, uh, everything that's happening in the, in the uh, world of sports right now. 
We got a lot to talk about because uh, we we missed last week. Last week was the Final Four, and then eventually the uh, College National Championship. Uh, we'll get to that. We had Sean there in New Orleans, our our reporter, uh, on the ground there. Um, don't forget, as always, check out uh, our YouTube channel. We always post the um, recorded podcast for that. If you uh, want, if you miss any of our takes or want to go back and see them. Um, the Twitter, the Twitter has been very active, very active. These two guys do a great job running that. Um, we were very active during the Villanova March Madness run, um, NBA season, uh, baseball starting up again soon. Um, so we'll get to that. But we got a lot to talk about. I think first we should probably address um, March Madness, and I'll, I'll let you guys do most of the uh, recap. But um, it was honestly just a phenomenal time around campus for sure as, as students, uh, kind of on basketball related. But um, you know, and it. It, it really shows how much college sports means to a college, um, for sure. And, you know, the morale was just super high um, up until the Final Four game. Unfortunately, couldn't get the job done. Uh, back-to-back years of losing to the eventual champion, which uh, is tough. But Apparently, it's done, we've done this nine out of the past 17 years. So we've either won it or have lost to the national champion. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, but I'll give up to you guys because, uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot to recap. Um, great team. Great players, great energy, great coach, obviously. But you guys got it. Yeah, it's it's one of those games where I watched it, and sometimes like you, you want to say that if Justin Moore was out there, maybe we would have won the game. But Kansas shot sixty three percent from three. I just don't see how you win a game. It, it, it wasn't that Villanova was playing bad defense. Like, fine, Kansas got a couple wide open shots, but in general, like we played really hard. They we had a couple turnovers around the game, but like. We just it wasn't our game. Like Kansas just shot ridiculously well. You just can't win. Like sometimes there's days where like you don't have it, and it was just one of those days. Yeah. 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 Wire to wire victory for Kansas. Um, I kind of think if we didn't go down early, like that 10-point deficit that we would have had a better chance. Yeah. Um, major credit to the players and, and Jay Wright for getting us out of what was like a 20-point hole at one we point. We got it in six, down to six points. Like that, got it in six, yeah. The hustle, the attitude, like our players to do that is ridiculous. Yeah, and, and addressing the Justin Moore thing, um, I thought the same thing too at first, but like you said it, it's just like you, you stopping an entire team that's just on on fire it's just one player is not going to do that um it was heartbreaking to see when they showed him um sitting there like and you know the nba media or not nba so, sorry sports media in general is just so good at doing that when like something's happening on, on the floor and they 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 cut to a player on the bench or the mm-hmm. coach they're very good at painting narratives like that and they did that again when you know whenever Kansas would go on a run or uh, even when we went on run and they showed Justin Moore watching and uh, you know it's just and then I can't even imagine what it was like to see in person when um uh, oh yeah Colin Colin and Jermaine Jermaine, like, and, and it was you know, it was really classy for Jay to like take them out like get in their moment to like walk off the court and all the Villanova fans are just on their feet clapping and applauding them because what they've done for this program like guiding them like through times where like people people thought what Jalen Brunson and Kel Bridges left like they thought like it was over but it's they. Colin and Jermaine led us through this new era and led us through the new transition period. And they went to another Final Four. Like, it's ridiculous and crazy. But, like, it's respect to all those guys. They put in a lot of effort. Jermaine Samuels was almost like, in my opinion, like what it means to be a, like a villain of a basketball player. Like, the hustle, the 
ability to just give it all at every single possession is just amazing to me. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 there's not too much more to say about that. Um, next year, looking forward to next year, like yeah, so wh- yeah. So, what are your thoughts about next year? Because obviously, it's two starters. We're gonna be and and Daniel well. and Slater are seniors now, so they can take their COVID year and come back. So I don't know if they're gonna do that. Hopefully, if they come back, the lineup looks really good. And then if, if I was looking at the lineup, like if they come back next year, the, the, the two big question marks, to be honest, is do Caleb and Slater come back, and then when can Justin Moore play again next year? Because the Achilles injury is like, you saw Kevin Durant, he missed an entire year. Like, are we looking for another whole year without Justin Moore? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the timing with it, it's it's so unfortunate that it happens in the March Madness run. Um, because, like you're saying, it, it does kind of take you out for the entire next year. Um, yeah. I'm not, like, and you're mentioning Kevin Durant, I'm not super familiar with, <coughs> excuse me, the specifications of um, Achilles injuries. Because obviously Kevin Durant's a seven-footer that plays professional basketball, and Justin Moore's not. Um, but I'd imagine it's it's going to be, a, what, like at least nine months? something. Yeah, like I don't think we see him until like and, – and then the question does, depending on where we're at at the point of the year, do they even play him or let him redshirt and take another year in the future? Like, Yeah. It'll be interesting. Even, even without him, like if Caleb and Slater stay, then we have like Caleb, um, Slater, Longino, Cam Whitmore – our incoming freshman I like recruit, Whitmore a lot. five star, really athletic. Really showed out in the uh, really yeah. athletic. He got some jump. He could shoot. Like I feel like he's like, like I know Antoine came in and we had a lot of hype around Antoine. He didn't really play much, but like I feel like Whitmore is more of like the Jer- like the Jeremiah, like the more physically at the point ready to play in our system right away than Antoine was. Yeah, yeah. And so would you call Antoine? Oh, I don't want to use the word failure because that's kind he, of- it, it's hard to say that because he was injured for so often. Like it was out of his control. He got all his injuries. Like I'm intrigued to see. Like I think he could be a big player in our team next year because like he still has the skills and athleticism. Like give him another offseason where he's fully healthy and like see what he can do and see if he could take over for more. I don't think he transfers. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's one thing I saw on I saw some guy on Instagram talk, Twitter and talk about this that like he was predicting where um, college football guys would transfer, and he did a thing where they all transferred based on where their girlfriend went to college. They all transferred to like their girlfriend's school. Oh, what? Yeah, it was some weird thing like that. It's like I don't know, just Antoine not transfer because he's got his girlfriend here. Like I don't know. What was the stats on that? Cause a lot of guys yeah, it was like a lot of people like transferred to where they're like. It was weird. So, I don't know. I I, I feel like. He's got the yes. There's a lot of reasons for him to leave, but it's also that there's a huge opening in minutes yeah. that are just up for grabs. You know, speaking of opening in minutes, um, and I, I before I forget, I want to get to Trey Patterson after this, but um, I think the, the giant question mark all of I guess not last week, the week before the game was who is going to step up in the and eat those minutes um, that Justin Moore usually occupied, and um, I feel like it's safe to say Brian just did not do a, a successful job in making a, an impact at all when he was in the game. He, he We had a five-man rotation. Yeah, that was it. That team. Yeah. I mean, but he still got a, a chunk of minutes, though. And he missed two threes and badly. He did hit one at the end. He did hit one at the end in garbage time. Like, regardless of if, if it was 
Justin Moore or someone that came in and successfully occupied those minutes, do you think a six-man rotation would have helped? Like, um, regardless yes. of it, if it was Justin Moore or not. Let's say Brian Antoine does step up, you know, because I don't believe, in, in my opinion, that he stepped up at all. Do you think... No. Do you think the fact that it was a five-man rotation hurt us, basically? Well, yes, because just having five men against Kansas, we got, we got destroyed. They shot... 70% against us in the first half. The game was over then. Having a five-man or not really wouldn't have mattered. But exactly. It always helps to have a match. If we had Justin Moore, the game would have been closer. That's it would have been closer. I do agree with you. But I, I still don't think – I don't see how in the world you beat a team when they shoot 65% from three. This is one of those things that just like – like they did get open threes. But like, there, was, there was one shot at the end of the game where the Braun guy – Richie Braun hit a, hits a fadeaway – yeah, he comes yeah, off a screen, shot catches shot. it like. I'm like, that's the game, like right there. It was great defense, yeah. great defense we played on, and he just went off a screen and took a fadeaway three that just went in somehow, like deep, deep fadeaway. And I was like, that's it's the game. Also a big ask though to ask anybody to come in and replace Justin Moore. That's like, true. Antoine wasn't getting minutes all season. Arch wasn't getting minutes. Towards the end of the season, he was getting less and less. Yeah. So, I mean, to expect these guys to come out and play against Kansas, it's a tough ask. But, you know, March Madness, anything can happen. Uh, and Kansas just happened to shoot a billion percent that game. Yeah. yeah I mean, got to give Kansas a little bit of credit for um, – Well, for especially for largest deficit in the, in the title game. Um, and – um. Yeah, I mean, like, there's nothing. Uh, you know, who were you rooting for? I I asked this question because uh, my stats teacher had a very interesting um ideology for who he rooted for. So I want to hear who you're rooting for. Okay, so um, I hate Duke with a passion. Okay, so I was clearly rooting for UNC, and I, in historically, just like UNC in general, and I just don't like Kansas. So I was rooting for UNC pretty easily. Um, my my stats teacher um so it was the same day because it was monday morning and said he said he was rooting for kansas because he said for what is it 40 years almost at this point he's been able to say that um that that villanova is the lowest seed ever to that that is true when when they won uh what like eighty five mm-hmm. when they were the eighth seed and so he literally did not want to he didn't he want he was rooting for Kansas because he did not want to share that title with UNC it, that is fair but I, I think it was different even if the UNC won UNC comparing the magnitude of U, of Villanova beating that Georgetown team with Patrick Ewing it was just such a hu- much bigger accomplishment than what UNC would have done against Kansas to be fair to UNC though. They did not play like an eight seed at all. No, 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 no. I don't like. I didn't watch a lot of UNC in the regular season, but they played so well this they entire to, tournament. Baycott twenty one rebounds and against Duke, yeah. like that's crazy. Hopefully, I'm hoping he's okay. I haven't really like checked anything since the game, but I'm hoping he's okay with that ankle and everything. Yeah, it, if you it usually the, they so they showed a replay that like when he stepped on the court, the court literally like bounced up, like the court broke when he what? hurt his ankle, like. There's a video of like slow motion of the court breaking when he broke his, like his ankle. Slightly breaking. Yeah. Oh my god. And then and then at the end, last play of the game. I feel like you're just kind of calling him fat, Sean. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm I'm calling the problem with the court, maybe, yeah, because like no, at at the end of the game, then when they were trying to make the three pointer at the end, Manic ran around the baseline and literally tripped on the yeah, same exact spot. I saw that, yeah. 
So like, I kind of think that play was written up for him. Yeah, I agree. And and he just fell, and they had to improvise. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Congrats to UNC. Congrats. Nope. Um, <laughs> congrats to Villanova for a great um, season. And yeah, it was. We'll I, be back. It was a great time, and I don't want to be pessimistic, but I, I don't. I don't know. How, we'll just say it's it's uncertain our chances next year. <laughs> without yeah. it's uncertain. Um, yeah, I don't think we'll back to the Final Four next year, but like we're still a Sweet Sixteen, Elite Eighteen. Like we're nobody would pick UNC in the Final Four. No, so. yeah, we're, we're Villanova. We're going to the Sweet yeah, Sixteen next year. Like we'll yeah. So um, we go over here because I feel like we, we we've we've been robbed the past couple of years. I I think we would have had a real chance to um, go far in twenty twenty. At freshman year, like you just just think still of like, with Sadiq and Jeremiah. Jeremiah was on this team, like Sadiq, yeah, Sadiq too, but like just Jeremiah by himself. Like if Khan was healthy last year. In the tournament. Yep. Big blow. To what could have been? Um, it's always an if. I hate, I hate it. Yeah. Sports is just defined by ifs at this point. It's the way it's always been. Yeah. <sighs> next year. Next year, though. Uh, <laughs> all right. What do we got next? Let's go to some <laughs> NFL. We got a little little couple updates. Um, Bobby oh, Wagner yeah. signing with the Rams. He was quite, quite adamant about how that signing with the Rams is playing the Seahawks twice every year was like a big reason why he wanted to sign there. He does not seem too happy with the organization. I've heard I've heard that before. That was uh the, the Richard Sherman ideology for signing with the uh, Niners when he left. Uh, it is interesting to me, I feel like that the Seahawks I guess for one way or the other just when their guys leave, they're not happy about the way they leave. Yeah, the uh they haven't they haven't you know and, and for for what I believe uh is a, Normally, a pretty stand-up organization um, and a, a, a player's organization too, because they do. Um, I feel like, as, as, you know, in the Pete Carroll era, they've the Pete Carroll era. Sorry, they've done a great job of being known as like a player's organization, um, because you know you have Richard Sherman and even like there was a lot of talks Colin Kaepernick, who are very outspoken guys and very opinionated, and and I think they they do normally a very good job of doing that at. at uh, fostering that and allowing people to be who they want to be that being said um you know a lot of like you're saying a lot of players leaving i mean back back at you know in the day the earl thomas the way he left was just terrible um flipping off the sideline as he was getting oh, yeah. carted off because and you know uh that's not how i would have handled that situation but i understand why he did it he wanted guaranteed money that we weren't willing to give because you know he was slowing down he wasn't playing as well he was still like premier safety in the league and you know he um basically enlisted some trust in the organization that he was going to get his money held out didn't get his money and then exactly what you don't want to happen happens and he breaks his leg and he's never been the same and he's never been he's not even on a team anymore or on any team um and then richard sherman happens and um yeah it, it's been tough to watch the last couple of years especially when when the legion of boom was just assembling and they kind of blamed the organization for caring more about Russell Wilson than mm. the guys who kind of like got them to that Super Bowl. Um, and then, you know, I've, Bobby Wagner was probably my favorite Seahawk for a very long time. And uh, yeah, it was <laughs> like, I, you know, I, I don't care too much these times to the Rams because I know we're not going to be good. If yeah. we were, we're going to be good, then I'd be pissed. But um I'm surprised it took him this long to get signed. I'll say that. I don't know how the Rams have that much money to be able to throw at him. It's a decent contract, too. Yeah, it's, it's a it, big... It, it's not like a veteran's minimum. It's, it's, a, it's a big contract. It's four years, like... 
40 million at least i think yeah i don't know why people are talking about this enough it's 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 a good contract great player <laughs> team just won the super bowl i mean and they just got like you know arguably well, you know best middle linebacker in the league yeah i, I was going to say conservatively i was going to like say top 5 but um yeah great middle linebacker yeah. amazing all pro an anchor to your defense like he's like your leader he's your person he can run the he can run the defense like yeah you need that guy I don't know. The Rams get everybody. It's not fair. The Rams really do get everybody. I'm not sure how that happens. Do you think Pete Carroll stays for or when are the, or if, when are they going to fire him? <coughs> I I really didn't like that a week before Russell Wilson was traded, Pete Carroll said, We're never gonna trade this guy. There's yeah. got there's something going on there that just I don't know. I think he goes higher up than Pete Carroll, to be honest. Yeah, well, it's probably it's a John Schneider type thing. There's obviously Front offices and talking to coach, yeah, coaches. which is weird because I feel like Pete Carroll's been very involved uh, throughout his time. Uh, addressing that question, I don't know if you had asked me before the Russell Wilson trade because there were still talks about it, like when are they going to fire Pete Carroll? Um, probably would have said no, but I I don't know if he wants to go through this whole process again. Why he's he's still there? I don't know if he even wants to be there. Just take like, your money and leave. Because, like, he literally rebuilt this whole team, and it's a lot to ask to do it all over again. It it, it really is. How old is he? Oh, God. Oldest 60 in the league. 60-something. The, the only reason in my mind that he didn't hasn't left yet is if there was really the disconnect with the GM and he did not know Russell Wilson was going to be traded. And now at this point, after Wilson got traded, he didn't want to – Screw over the Seahawks and just leave them without a head coach. After all, the head coaches got got like signed. Yeah, it's my I, only way. They they just kind of front office. If, if Pete Carroll didn't know Russ was going to get traded, front office. That's terrible. Because I mean, he's left with a, just a sorry team. Yeah. Yeah. This team is. Uh, I mean, they still wow. got some pieces, but still, like, just traded away your quarterback. Your <laughs> yeah. But, okay, I'm not, like, denying that there might be some disconnect, but I've also, I mean, we've all seen in sports, they say a guy's not going to get traded and he gets traded. It happens all the time. Um, Doesn't doesn't make it excusable. But um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it's really going to, I don't think it's really going to hit me um, that we've traded away Russell Wilson until I, you know, first game of the season, first snap, I see Drew Locke throw a, a oh. pick. <laughs> um, what about Gino? Gino's a free agent right now. Oh. Bring Gino back, please. Do you think they like try to draft somebody in the in the draft? I don't know. I really liked what I saw. I'm not a, I'm not a college football guy, really, but I liked what I saw from Malik Willis's pro yeah. day. But a lot of people are saying that uh, we got the ninth pick from the Broncos. I th- they're saying that's way too high to take him there. It is way too high to take him there, but if you think he's your quarterback, then you take him wherever you need. I think what they're going to, at least what the mocks are saying, um, they're going to take, like, an offensive lineman, which is great. It's what we should have been doing years ago. Um, <laughs> and then ride it out with Drew Locke this year, see what he does, and then the, the, apparently the QB class next year is supposed to be pretty good. That's what the Giants are doing, too. There you go. We're in this together now. Oh, yeah. You and me. Mm-hmm. The Giants have two. We have a the. Uh, Fifth pick and the seventh pick this year, so I think we're looking at it's pretty solid. Wow, offensive lineman and a defensive end, like get, just get people. Yeah, that's, we, that's really good draft. We cap. have no. I, I, 
Dave Gettleman is the worst general manager in the history of sports. Not only did the Giants do nothing in his tenure, but he left us with zero salary cap room. We have the worst salary cap situation in the NFL, and we are terrible. And there's not a single person on the team that I would anticipate being part of our future. And we have Andrew Thomas, our left tackle, is it. I love Saquon, but you can't spend big money on a running back. Look at the Panthers. Like it, it was just ridiculous. Like the Bills, Bills organization has come in and taken us over. Thanks, Bills organization. <laughs> but like, they're literally just spent this entire offseason just trying to clear as much cap as possible to set us up for next year. So, give me another tough season. Four years of tough and tough Giants football in college. Are we going to be sitting here? Uh, Next year, and, and you're going to be explaining the no, the no, what, what was it? The no, path the path to the playoffs wasn't that no, <laughs> they, like, I, I hope Brian Dable comes in and could like make Dana Jones a better quarterback. Is like, truthfully, I would love if Dana Jones has an amazing season, like has a Josh Allen breakout season because he's he just hasn't been given the weapons around him in the past and he's given two lousy head coaches, but like, there's no expectations. I have nothing. Oh yeah. Oof. It just doesn't sit right with him. The Bills not have the expectation to win the win the Super Bowl because they they signed a huge contract for Stephon Diggs. Yeah, big contract. And then and I guess Von Miller. They just just got Von Miller too. I understand that one. The Von Miller. What Von do you, Miller to what the do you understand about it? How much money and how long that contract? That is true. I agree with you on that one. But that I mean that's just besides the point. The Bills are going to be good. They're going to. I think they're going to cakewalk that division. Yes, we can go to. Go to the AFC East. Like we we know that we talked about last week about the Tyree Kill and and the Finns, but the Patriots have no wide receivers. That is their number one wide receiver. Like what have they done? I I feel like the Patriots this offseason, like everybody in the AFC East has gotten better and they've just stayed the same. I mean, I think they overperformed heavily. Oh yeah, I, I like Mac Jones, but he's not insane. He's a serviceable quarterback. That maybe could improve, but I don't think Mac Jones is like a world beater. System. Really, system. after one season, you're just gonna he just, he's a system QB. I mean, anybody that plays it. He's he. he <laughs> That's true. If at will and would he have, I would compare Mac Jones to a uh, Mark Sanchez. Oh, that's so no, that's mean. not terrible. I know Mark Sanchez had the greatest playoff run of all time. He had he in his first two Mark Sanchez years, two of his first three years, he went to the AFC Championship game twice. Because the defense around was really good, and he just did what he had to do. And I think Mac Jones is a very similar quarterback to that. Yeah, but the Jets also, at that time, they had some pretty nice weapons on offense for him. They did. Pat says how bad. That is true. But, like, Mark's, come on, Mark Sanchez is defined by fumbling off the guy's butt. I understand he, he had a big downhill afterwards, but his first two years were just system quarterback with a good defense. And playing good in big situations, like... <laughs> yeah, that was really mean, yeah, Sean. That, that wasn't nice. <laughs> I have more respect for Mark Sedge, I think, than most people do. I, I I think he was a I think he did what he had to do. Greatest playoff run of all time. Isn't uh he's he's a butt fumble guy, right? Yeah. yeah. But he's the only guy to beat Tom Brady and Peyton Manning in the same playoffs. Mm-hmm. Go Jets. Go Jets, baby. All right, we're gonna we're gonna cut to some commercials and then we are going to come back with some more NFL. Uh, I think we got to get into some NBA as well. 
But stick around. Fun in the locker room. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in just a little bit. From the newsroom, this is WXVU News Director Gabriella Raffoul with your weekly Mainline News Minute. Radnor is a lively place, and sometimes it can be hard to keep up with what's happening around town and on the main line. An easy way to keep up with everything happening is via Facebook groups focused on specific places and interests. For Mainline Restaurant Reviews, check out the Facebook group for suggestions for dining out, news of new eateries, and general goodwill about restaurants in Radnor and the rest of the main line. Another useful Facebook group is the Wayne Radnor Community Network page. This is a great place to share business and community news tips and information. Finally, the Wayne Business Association page can keep you informed if you're a business owner or a community booster in Wayne. In other news, PennDOT and the contractor crews are still working to fix potholes across the Philadelphia region this week, including more than a dozen roads in Delaware County. Crews will restrict travel lanes on state highways to patch areas of deteriorating pavement. Drivers are advised to be alert of this moving operation and to expect intermittent lane closures and possible slowdowns when driving near work crews. All activities are weather-dependent, and some of the main roads being worked on include Interstate 476 near Ridley, Springfield, Nether Providence, Marple, Haverford, and Radnor Townships. Drivers can report potholes and other poor road conditions by calling 1-800-FIX-ROAD or visiting PennDOT's website and clicking on Submit a Roadway Concern. With this week's Mainline News Minute, I'm Gabriella Raffoul from the WXU Newsroom. Here's what's happening in the Mainline with WXVU's Mainline Community Events Billboard. Villanova University Tech Crew holds office hours every Friday from 12 to 4 in Tolentine Classroom 9. Office hours are open to everyone. Both current VUTC members and students interested in joining are encouraged to drop by. If you're not able to make it to office hours, but you'd like to discuss something with VUTC or otherwise schedule a training or meeting, please contact them at contact at VUTC.com. If you have a community event in the main line you'd like to submit to WXVU's billboard, email WXVUmusic at gmail.com. If I could be you. And you could be me. For just one hour. If you could find a way to get inside each other's mind. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. We've all felt left out. And for some, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Walk a mile in my shoes. Fun in the locker room. We'll be right back. Now, here's your three-day weather forecast for the main line. Some sun to begin your Sunday with clouds building this afternoon, a high of 50. Mostly clear tonight, chilly, a low down to 35 degrees. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds Monday, a high of 61. And we'll see rain showers early on Tuesday with sun later in the day, a high of 69. in the locker room. We'll be right back.
Villanova University's WXVU Villanova, online at wxvu.villanova.edu, on air at 89.1 on your FM dial, or stream us anytime, anywhere on the Radio FX app. This is Father Peter, and you're listening to V891 The Roar. Make WXVU your home for Villanova sports. Listen for live play-by-play of Wildcats basketball and football home games with Pat Kapoor and Dan Winkler on the call. Count on V891 The Roar for coverage of Villanova sports that you won't find anywhere else. We're your home for play-by-play of Villanova Wildcats basketball home games. You're listening to V891 The Roar. Hey Villanova, Nova Hacks is a two-day event beginning Saturday, April 23rd where students from all backgrounds can engage in creative software projects with meals, prizes, opportunities for career networking through our sponsors, and much more. Sign up today. Email hackathon at villanova.edu to register. Space is limited. Again, send an email to hackathon at villanova.edu, and we'll see you for the first annual Nova Hacks, the weekend of April 23rd and 24th. Hey, Villanova. Do you ever struggle to fall asleep, kept awake by your racing thoughts? Well, here are some tips and tricks that may help you. Try measured breathing exercises where you count the lengths of your breaths to relax your body. Listen to calming sounds to distract from anxious thoughts. Create a bedtime routine to help you unwind, be it reading a relaxing book, drinking some tea, or meditating to let your body know it's time to rest. According to Thomas Decker, an American dramatist and writer, sleep is the golden chain that ties health and our bodies together. College students are dealing with an epidemic of sleep disorders thanks to our super stress out lifestyles. So it's time to make sleep a priority in our lives. In the know with Nova Nurses, This message is brought to you by senior nursing students in the Fitzpatrick College of Nursing, the Office of Health Promotion, and 89.1 WXVU, Villanova Radio. Hello. Women Locker Room coming on next. Women Locker Room coming on next. Hey Villanova, this is a reminder to please get tested for COVID-19 if you feel sick. It only takes a few minutes and could potentially save lives. Your individual effort to get tested will benefit everyone. Remember, you are doing this for the greater good. In the know with Nova Nurses, this message is brought to you by senior nursing students in the Fitzpatrick College of Nursing, the Office of Health Promotion, and 89.1 WXVU Villanova Radio. From the newsroom, this is WXVU News Director Gabriella Raffoul. 
with your weekly Mainline News Minute. Radnor is a lively place, and sometimes it can be hard to keep up with what's happening around town and on the main line. An easy way to keep up with everything happening is via Facebook groups focused on specific places and interests. For mainline restaurant reviews, check out the Facebook group for suggestions for dining out, news of new eateries, and general goodwill about restaurants in Radnor and the rest of the main line. Another useful Facebook group is the Wayne Radnor Community Network page. This is a great place to share business and community news tips and information. Finally, the Wayne Business Association page can keep you informed if you're a business owner or a community booster in Wayne. In other news, PennDOT and the contractor crews are still working to fix potholes across the Philadelphia region this week, including more than a dozen roads in Delaware County. Crews will restrict travel lanes on state highways to patch areas of deteriorating pavement. Drivers are advised to be alert of this moving operation and to expect intermittent lane closures and possible slowdowns when driving near work crews. All activities are weather dependent and some of the main roads being worked on include Interstate 476 near Ridley, Springfield, Nether Providence, Marple, Haverford, and Radnor Townships. Drivers can report potholes and other poor road conditions by calling 1-800-FIX-ROAD or visiting PennDOT's website and clicking on Submit a Roadway Concern. With this week's Mainline News Minute, I'm Gabriella Rafool from the WXVU Newsroom. This is Phone Locker Room, coming on next. Phone Locker Room, coming on next. Here's what's happening in the Mainline with WXVU's Mainline Community Events Billboard. Villanova University Tech Crew holds office hours every Friday from 12 to 4 in Tolentine Classroom 9. Office hours are open to everyone. Both current VUTC members and students interested in joining are encouraged to drop by. If you're not able to make it to office hours, but you'd like to discuss something with VUTC or otherwise schedule a training or meeting, please contact them at contact at VUTC.com. If you have a community event in the main line you'd like to submit to WXVU's billboard, email WXVUmusic at gmail.com. If I could be you. And you could be me. For just now, here's your three-day weather forecast for the main line. Some sun to begin your Sunday with clouds building this afternoon, a high of 50. Mostly clear tonight, chilly, a low down to 35 degrees. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds Monday, a high of 61. And we'll see rain showers early on Tuesday with sun later in the day, a high of 69. Hi, this is Jerry Dobson. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova. Online at wxvu.villanova.edu. On air at 89.1 on your FM dial. Or stream us anytime, anywhere on the Radio FX app. This is Father Peter, and you're listening to V891 The Roar. Welcome back to Father Locker. You're listening to 89.1 FM WXVU Villanova Student Radio. Um, just cover a little bit of NFL. We might get back to NFL, but I know these guys want to talk about MLB. Um, opening day just happened, right? I'm trying to get into baseball this year. I, I, I have a fantasy baseball team now. So, really? Uh, I, yeah, for real. Um, but as always, I'm going to let you guys get the floor. Somebody come sit here. It's up to you guys. 
So, Mets opening day the other day. Big sweep of the Nationals to start the season. Our uh, pitching has looked awesome. Yeah. I, I Like Tyler McGill, like he had to come in. He wasn't supposed to be starting the game, but opening day starter. He yeah. shoved. Yeah. He absolutely shoved. Yeah. He gave it gave us five, six innings, did his job. That's that's all we ask for from our pitchers. Mm-hmm. Five or six innings, and hopefully the bullpen does not explode. And Bassett, again, pitched incredible yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am very excited for this, this season. And um, it, to be fair, it's the Nationals, so you can't yeah. get too excited. But yeah. but still. It's the, looking good. The Mets scored with runners on base with, oh with two God. outs. They scored with two yes. outs. <laughs> I never thought timely it would hitting. Never thought it would happen. McNeil got a homer yesterday. Oh my God, oh, Pete Alonzo! Absolute moonshot. Probably touched the sun or the moon. And the I guess. bat flip, like I don't know, the bat, bat flip got bat me crazy. Twirl, yeah, that, was, that is so cool. There's a lot to be excited about for this, this team. Yeah, really hitting's going well. Um, personally, we got hit four times yeah. in the first two games, and I loved. How Buck Showalter was the first person out of that dugout after he got hit yeah, after screaming. the door got landed in the face, and how everybody stood up. This team just has a togetherness. Like I saw a room, I saw something about like Eduardo Escobar. Like he took them all out. To took them all out to Fogo de Chat. Like, like seven, seventy people. Seventy guys. Like yeah. I don't know. This team feels like it's a little different. It feels different. It does. It feels like for the one, first time in years, we have a competent manager who just knows baseball. Like uh-huh. what? What's that like? It really is incredible. And yesterday they interviewed Bassett after his phenomenal, phenomenal pitching outing. And they were asking him, after he got down on Soto, 3-0, came back, struck him out. They asked him, like, what he was thinking. He said, I don't care who you are at the plate. (laughs) I don't care if you're the best hitter in the world like Soto might be. I'm going to come after you. Yeah. And that's the mentality that I like. I like the Mets having that mentality. It's, not, it's not a come get Yeah. We're not soft. We're going to be dogs this year. We're going to be dogs. We're taking pitches to the face. Oh, my God. Bloody lips. I'm glad I'm glad Lindor's okay. Did yeah. he play yesterday? And he played yesterday. Okay, cool. Yeah, he did. And Pete took one to the face. McCann took two. I yeah. think twice, right? Uh, How when, are we like? Yeah, when your catcher gets plugged twice, it's, no, I don't like that and at all. And they stood up for him. Yeah. Disappointing no punchers are thrown. Always, right always now, love uh, little punches thrown during some Right now, balls. Sean McNeil leading the team. He went six for 13. Wow. So he talked about he had a little love slump that. last year, but uh, he might be back. And I'm going to say this now Starling Marte is going to be the most underrated signing this whole offseason. Mm-hmm. Four RBIs. He's leading the Mets in RBIs, and he's looked incredible. Well, so I, I saw a stat. I think it was <laughs> Mark Tanya has been on base more in these past three games than Conforto was on all of July. <laughs> you serious? Yeah. <laughs> it's how bad of a July Conforto had. Like, I love Conforto, and he's a free agent, so I'm not sure where he'll end up signing, but, like, these guys are just – I like him. We actually, have, we actually have guys in the outfit this year who, like, know how to play defense. Yeah, we had – um. so Kanye was playing center in the first game. And then played left. Then played left. Jankowski, the guy who – I don't know where he was last, but he was on the Padres at some point. Travis Janikowski. Mm-hmm. He looked incredible yesterday. Yeah. He was the center fielder. Uh, I mean, I, I like this. I like that we have guys on the bench that can play a little, too. It's nice. We Of course, we have Louie. Marte's um, good in the field. Yeah. Is Donald Smith still around? He played first yesterday. Okay, okay. Yeah. I, I, was, I was surprised he didn't DH opening day. 
because yeah. JD. I think they're gonna try and split um, Pete and Dom DHing. Okay, that makes more sense. It, it it's it's nice to DH because it gives these guys a day off. But Pete looked really good defensively the first day. He had a good split like thing. Like I don't know. I don't mind Pete at first. No, everybody. I mean, you look at. I'm just looking at the team stats right now. The only guy that is under 200 batting average, and this is through three games, so it doesn't really matter, is James McCann. <laughs> yeah. One guy. I'm okay with that. <laughs> That's incredible. Lindor's also got his swagger back, which yeah. I love. Yeah. Lindor's been looking really good. He's only only hitting 222. I mean, it's been it's been three games. You can't. Calm down a little bit, Liam. Yeah. The, the, yeah, the percentages don't really matter yeah. at this point. He's walking a lot. He's not striking out. I, I like the way this team plays a lot. And the bullpen played well. Yeah. Pitched well. I mean, they're not pitching to very <laughs> tough guys besides maybe Juan Soto. Josh Bell had that home run, but pitching-wise, well, our starters have been looking really, really good. We're going to have another big early season text test coming up uh, when we play the Phillies this week. Yeah. Well, you know how it goes with the Mets. We're the best team ever in uh, April. I, I said it was, it was a TikTok. It was like, have you heard like the thing, like, make a plan – do the thing. It was like make a plan, win the win opening day, be the best team in April. Everybody gets hurt, miss the playoffs. Yeah, that's that's gonna be our key. That happens every year. So we're already struggling with injuries. What we need to do is keep people healthy. Actually, we play we play the Nationals get tonight. We got a four game series. Four wow. game series, nice. We can start four zero. We'll take we'll take that. Who's uh, Carrasco's pitching tonight? That's nice. I I'm gonna be happy to see how he plays. I'm excited. And then Walker starts uh, on Monday against. The Phillies so that will complete the first rota- first uh, full cycle rotation. So it's looking good. Like I, I like Tyler McGill. Obviously, he's not Jacob Degrom, but <laughs> until Degrom is back, like he can work. Oh yeah, oh yeah, he can. Yeah. Ooh, big game next Tuesday. McGill or Wheeler? Wheeler, Wheeler coming back to a going to that game. Really? Yeah. I, I I'm so excited. I love Zach Wheeler, but not anymore. Like he left us, but like I I liked him when he was on the Mets. Yeah, he was incredible. Still don't understand why we just let him walk, but it was before we had Uncle Stevie, who yeah. will not let Jacob Degrom do the same thing. It's very true. Yeah. So very true. Other news other than the Mets, um, little Yankee news. Um, yeah, Yankees, Red Sox. Yankees, Red Sox, big series. But Aaron Judge had a big contract negotiations the offseason. Said he wouldn't negotiate during the season. He was offered a, I think it was like seven years, thirty-two million a year. He yeah, was going to be threw him a bag. He was going to be the second highest paid annually behind Trout in the MLB, and he turned it down. <laughs> and I understand betting on yourself, but for a guy who is <laughs> often injured and has had one and a half, like maybe two years of fully full baseball where he's played really, really well, this makes no sense to it me. It doesn't really at all. Because I mean, you you can say, "Oh, I'm betting on myself, bro." You're going to get paid thirty two mil a year. What? Can you gamble anymore? Yeah. Is there any more? And I understand, like, fine, go go play in Seattle. Maybe you'll get like three million dollars a year. But like, think of the endorsements and like the opportunities. Yeah, playing like, in New York. Playing in New York. Playing as a Yankee. Like, he would have been the captain. Like, I think they would give him the captain status. Like, I think at some point yeah. in his career, where he's going, like, he could have been a Yankee captain. And to be able to say that, like, oh, it's just, it's silly. Baseball. Um, more than any other sport. Bag chasers. Bag chasers. <laughs> Chris Bryant on the Rockies. Uh, like, what are you doing there, dude? Like, bag chaser. Oh, there's so many of them. So many of them. Like, John Carlos. Dan- oh, mm. <laughs> Whatever. If you don't want to win baseball and you just want to 
take your nice pretty paycheck and go home and complain yeah. about the owners taking too much money like yeah, fine exactly. just destroy the sport but like i don't know show a little heart yeah you got all the guys down in texas that aren't going to do anything this season they, they have their bags for the next couple of years yeah. it's just i don't know winning isn't winning isn't valued as much as it was Wanting to play on a good team isn't valued as much. And as you was. think of the opposite, of like the NBA and the NBA guys are like trying to team up and do all their things, like win championships. Yeah, they and win. like It does not care, and it'll be. They're like, whatever. We'll go to the ballpark. We'll hit some baseballs. Yeah, we'll have there's some. There's a reason why it's a dying sport. I yeah. Say it, but. And it starts with it's it. You could say it starts with Manfred. You say this at the stop, but it, it a large part's on the players. Yeah. A lot of it is. I mean, they've they've cultivated this. They don't market sort themselves. Of, uh, they don't do anything to themselves. Like they're, they're. I I swear, Mike Trout could walk down the street in New York or even L.A. Even L.A. And I don't think many people would recognize him. No, probably not. And he he's the he's he's the <laughs> best player in baseball by yeah, far. Like, yeah. we could be one of the best players of all best baseball players of all time. Like, it, it's sad. It really is sad. Yeah. Um, I guess on. On, we uh, we got some other news around the league. The Guardians still haven't won a game, so that that's kind of upsetting. New, new team, new franchise in Cleveland, winless so far. Um, <laughs> we look in our division. I'm kind of worried this year about the Phillies and the Braves. They're gonna be good. Um, in the Central, we got the Cards going with their last ride. Yachty, Pujols, Pujols is back. I, I love that pulling for him this year. Um, and then out west, out west is going to be a shootout, I think, between Padres, Dodgers, and Giants. I, re- I don't think the Giants are going to come close to what they performed as, as well as they performed last year just because they overperformed tremendously and they lost a bunch of guys. Mm. Um, I think it's going to be the Padres, and the Dodgers right now on paper have the best team I think I've ever seen in my lifetime. They do. <laughs> <laughs> ever assembled. I, I mean, agree. they have one through nine. They pro- that best maybe the best one through nine in the, like the past however many years it, it's incredible. Yeah, it's it's gonna be hard to beat them in the seven game series. Yeah, but they did lose yesterday to a uh, a Rockies eighth inning go ahead home run. Exactly. So like, <laughs> anything happened in baseball like I think the Mets stack up decently well against them. Like we have yeah. the pitching if Degrom's healthy. Like I think that's gonna be our main. Nobody's gonna beat Degrom, Scherzer, Bassett, and a seven-game series where you have to face Scherzer and DeGrom twice. No yeah. one's going to do that. No. And you think about, like, that w- that's going to be if, – if that is the NLCS, that will be amazing NLCS. Yeah. And I think the winner of that probably wins the World Series. I, I think I, – I totally – I think – I think the, the NL's winning the World Series. The this odds year. right now were – it was Dodgers were heavily favored to win the World Series. I, I think – The Braves it, were second yeah, probably. I think Braves and someone else were second. Someone, I want to say, it wasn't the. I think it might have been the Blue Jays. Blue Jays. Blue Jays were really high up, and then of course the Rays. We were ranked higher than the Yankees. Yeah, we had higher odds than the Yankees. Um, but yeah, I, I, this Dodgers team really scares me. It's gonna be a very fun baseball season. It's just starting. Um, the Apple TV production wasn't as bad as I was anticipating. <laughs> I hated it. Hey, it. It does suck, but it's the for right now. I like it because we're in college and we're not in the New York market, so I can actually watch the games without yeah. having to worry about it. But yeah, it's I miss Gary. I didn't. Keith I didn't on. like the stats in the corner. I didn't like that at all. Really? It was just like out of context. Like yeah. It's just some guy up at the plate 
He's in, he's in an 0 one count. His his hit probability is whatever. <laughs> goes to one one. His hit probability goes way down. Like what? I, I don't know. Stats without context. Them just showing random numbers. They could be. That's that's it they is. could be doing. I don't know. It's silly. I agree. But uh, baseball's back. Yeah, I'm excited. All right. Sure, you want to get back over here? We can discuss some NBA. We got playoff talks. Yes. And we're very excited because. The LeBron James will not be in the playoffs this year. <laughs> yeah. So uh, maybe get started on some playoff matchups. Yeah, there's some good ones this year. We have like um, I'm ho- first off the Celtics tonight. I will hope the Celtics lose tonight to the uh, Grizzlies, because looking at the playoff matchups, if the Celtics fall to the four seed, that means first round we play the Raptors. Raptors are a good team, but we can beat the Raptors. Second round, we play the Heat. We avoid the Bucks, Sixers, or Nets until wow. the until the cha- conference championship game. Like that, that's ideal. That really is. So, are you guys just gonna tank tonight, then? I hope so. Like, give Jason Tatum another day off. Like, he's another <laughs> knee injury. I think it's creeping up on him. What a load management. Especially because like Robert Williams is not coming back until at least halfway through the second round. So, like, if we can get through the first two rounds and have him back and healthy for like a championship. game, Championship series against either it could be the Bucks, Sixers, Nets, any th- any version of those three teams I think could be there. Like that'd be really nice. But but you're not you're not disappointed to play the Bulls, are you? If 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 it Bulls have not looked very good. Yeah, no, I, it's just a second round matchup. You just have to play like somebody better. That's fair. I don't That's mind fair. playing the Bulls either. The Bulls have like fallen off. I know Lonzo's out for the year now, but like I would want to play them. Right you got to stop DeRozan. I don't know how Levine's really been doing because uh, Levine has not really been making that much noise. He's been out too. Um, yeah, dude, injuries have just kind of like ruined this team this season. Um, I, w- I wouldn't be too disappointed to play the Bulls. Mm-mm. No. And injuries ruined a lot of teams. Like, you look around, like, I can't believe the Hawks are not playing a game. I thought the Hawks were lower. Yeah, so let's talk about the East playing tournament. Yeah. Who, 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 who secures the 7 and the 8? Uh, well, the Nets just the way it is. in the 7. I would say the Nets get the 7. Yeah. I, I don't think Kevin Durant. Kyrie would let them lose, and they got very, very lucky because the Cavs over their last ten have been they've Two had eight, so good. many injuries. So they've been horrible without Mobley, horrible without Jared Jackson, and Jared Allen I, or Jared Allen. Sorry, <laughs> and they they've just been the net. The Nets have been really lucky. Nets have been really lucky. Yeah, that they they were able to get that seven spot. Ben Simmons out for the year. Don't, I no idea what's going on there. Um, at this point, I think he should just retire. <laughs> it's, How much more does he got to do? It's hard for me to believe that it's a uh, back injury. Injury, because like, well, what were you doing when you were on the Sixers this season? Like, and there's some video of him warming up and dunking a basketball. Like, like I do not understand him. It's ridiculous. It's a John Wall type where you you know you, you fall in your house and, and tear something. That's that's uh, like is the, I mean, what did he do? Why I don't know why he's out, but. Um, I don't know. That, that's besides the point. I, I f- kind of forgot about the Ben Simmons thing anyways. Um, I, I think the Hawks could grab the uh, yeah. eight seed. The way the Cavs have been playing, for sure. Yeah, for sure. That would be tough if, if the Cavs didn't make the playoffs after such a great start to the season and a great middle of the season. Even it, That'd be it, tough. Even the mellow. Imagine, imagine yeah. like, because the Hornets Hawks, I feel like, is pretty even-wise because, like, they both got their young point guard stars and the they both have guys around them. But, like, I can see the Hornets getting the eight seed. Yeah. Where's uh, 
what last night just blew out the Bulls. Looked really good. Lamelo, I mean Lamelo's been looking so good in year two. Mm-hmm. Um, even if they don't make the the tournament, I mean, I think for for the Cavs and the Hornets, if they don't make the tournament by some means, um, these have been successful seasons for sure. Yeah. Very f- like foundational building blocks. Um, but on the opposite side, if the Hawks don't make it, yeah, this has dude. been a huge failure. Oh yeah, yeah. They've been they've been trying to climb out of the hole that they put themselves in at the beginning of the season, yeah. the entire season. But they they kind of have to make it now. It's tough to see that this team that team went to the conference finals last year. I, and now they're ridiculous. It, it's also, I feel like this year around though the play in tournament is going to be better. Cause I remember watching those games last year and like it's atrocious. They it's were atrocious. atrocious. But you look at the obviously we assume this Nets whoever they play is probably not going to be that close. But like. Hawks Hornets are gonna be close. I think whoever wins that play, the Cavs will be a close game. Like, well, I think we actually have some good playing well, games. The playing actually, Matt. Like, I don't want to. I'm not gonna continuously just call the Heat garbage. But the Hawks versus the Heat. I mean, that's not a, a gimme series. I still think the Heat are a better team. But yeah, matching up one eight. That's not. That's not an easy matchup for the Heat to play. Bucks Nets first round would be yeah. exciting to watch. Like, That'd it be a actually lot of fun. matters this year. Bucks and Nets a lot of fun. Um, other than that, in the, in the East, like like maybe Celtics Bulls would be a little interesting, but like I think I think the only really good first round matchup we're getting from the East is Bucks, Bucks Nets. Nets. Yeah, that's gonna be very interesting. If if KD loses this series, or excuse me, when he does, <laughs> um, what 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 stain is this on his legacy? Dane is the wrong word because I would say the Bucks are a better team. No, but like, I, they're the Nets. They have Kyrie. Yeah, but the Bucks are a better team with are more yeah, well constructed. Going into the season, the Nets should have won. Should, should yeah, have but James Harden in all situations, this guy's a diva of the world. It's Kevin Durant, man. I, I, I do think the Nets. This should, is his team now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is his team, and yes, it would look bad for him. But he's also been injured. A, yeah, a lot. I mean, everybody's been injured. True. The, the the Bulls have missed what a combined however many games, hundred something games with their yeah. starters. They're I, in the six. I do think it's a, I do think it's a stand Kevin Durant's legacy, but it's not the again. biggest stand. There's been bigger stands. The exactly. Missed, their starters have missed eighty two games. They're the number one seed. Yeah, but 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 the Nets are going to um. They'll be back. Kevin Durant signed for four years, so he'll be there for a while. <laughs> until he forces his uh, way out. Until like he forces his way out. We'll talk about that later. Let's, let's switch over to the Western Conference. Um, the Suns, this record, they said the they said the win record for most it's amazing wins for, in Suns history. Yeah, amazing. They're not being talked about enough either. Amazing team. I mean, we've said this before. Amazing team. Yeah, they they have guys who fit their roles, but they also have superstars. Shout out to the Grizzlies too. Yeah, I Grizzlies. I I, I feel like a lot of people, myself included, were like. You know, there. This might be the regular season success. Then we'll see what happens in the playoffs. And like that, very well. Might I'm be very the case, intrigued to see what they do. But I don't know if the numbers have been updated. But it was, they're twenty and two without Jaw. That's ridiculous. This th- th- that's actually ridiculous. Yeah, it is insane. That first round matchup between them and the T Wolves is going to be insane. Yeah. I'm so excited. Jaw versus Ant. Oh, oh my baby. Gosh. Yeah, I, I don't think I I like the Grizzlies, and I know that twenty two instead is a stat there, but. 
I don't think I will fully believe in the Grizzlies' like playoff success until they beat a team. Yeah, that's fair. Have, that's fair. But they're unproven. They haven't yeah, been proven. That's fair. But I do think they're really good. And I do think they could do it. And oh, up sorry. and down this, up and down this for the conference. So like, Mavs, Jazz, Mavs, that's, Jazz, that's, that's Warriors. Hey, hey, Mavs could jump the Warriors today without Luca. Uh, no, Luca's playing. They rescinded his. Uh, 16th technical. There you go. Why? How did they do that? Because it was a stupid technical. Because it wasn't a technical. It's because the NBA refs go on power trips. He is a... <laughs> I, I love Luca, but he is a baby on the court. I mean, he just complains because he doesn't get calls. And yeah, he text. complains all the time. Yeah. All good yeah. players do that. Yeah, he gets fouled every time he drives. But his face, he looks like he's going to cry when he's like whining well, about d- these d- things. He doesn't get the Harden and B treatment, that's why. No, he's not. No. Yeah, yeah, the Sixers can... Uh, one, one last thing on the Suns, though. Their away record is better than every single team in the NBA. That's Home record. Wow. Every single team. Is anybody going to beat them this playoffs? No. No. I, I would choose them to, to make it out of the West. Yeah. If, if you were to take the odds, Truett, would you bet – the Suns or the field to win the championship. We don't. We don't. In, in we don't endorse that. We don't endorse yeah. gambling. Yeah. But um, Suns or the field to win the championship. That's a good question. I feel like the odds on that are going to be a lot. They're going to be construed towards the Suns a lot lower than you'd think. Maybe like plus plus a hundred for the Suns. Maybe. No, plus the, 105. the Suns would be like plus 200 I in, don't that, know, in that dude. bet. Who, who realistically, at the West, they're not losing. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, and, unless, the, I, you know you're going to make fun of me for this, but if Steph Curry is uh, healthy. I, I knew where this was going. But if Steph Curry is healthy, I think they're the only team who can give them trouble. Yeah, but Clay Thompson just isn't Clay Thompson No, anymore. but like if, 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 if Steph Curry is healthy, maybe the Warriors give them trouble. They, Other they, than wouldn't, that, they wouldn't play until the uh, conference finals yeah, anyway. So. Jordan Poole would have to average 35. <laughs> <laughs> What <laughs> Draymond? Draymond would have to be the second coming of Scottie Pippen. Yeah, but I, I would <laughs> put the Suns to win Qu- the West. Quick side note: uh, Shout out Colin Hanley tried to convince me Jordan Poole's the best player in basketball the other day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he does have a bag. No, he's a good player. He's a good player. He he had uh, sorry, excuse my language. He had a terrible rookie season. Is Jordan jo- Poole is Jordan Poole better than Michael Jordan? <laughs> yes, could absolutely be. could be. <laughs> And better than LeBron too in that. Yeah, I mean, obviously. But like, I really think that the Suns are gonna win the West. But can they beat like a Bucks team or a Nets team or a? <sighs> I think they beat the Sixers. I'd say. Yeah. Easily. I, yep. Yep. I think they match up versus everybody besides Giannis. Very. Is it gonna be a yeah. rematch? Yeah. It could oh, be. God. It easily could be. I think it most likely going to be. Yeah. Unless I, I could see the Celtics making some noise. I, I could. But I if I were the Celtics, I would not want to play the Suns. <coughs> Actually, if I were any team, I wouldn't want to play the Suns. Yeah, but They're, I feel like the Celtics also match up pretty well against the Suns. Yeah, you can't guard Booker. Like, Smart can guard Booker. Or Jalen, Jalen Brown can guard Booker. Yeah. Jalen Brown's a good defender. Like, Jalen Brown, like, Chris Paul, on, Smart on Chris Paul. Like, we have guys who can match up yeah. well there. So you guys just have... It depends when Robert Williams comes back. But Robert I mean, Williams will be back by then. He'll be back by that point. So, I don't know. I, I think we oh, could do that. Is he going to be back second round? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Or 
MCL uh, meniscus injuries a lot quicker recovery time than these other injuries. So around. if you guys drop down to the four, is that that's what you want? You yeah. want to drop to the four? Yeah. Raptors, Heat, and then one of those three. There you go. That that is very ideal. Yeah. Well, I, I, since we've gone through a couple of, of this thing, um, I guess we have to talk about the Lakers real quick. Just the fact that they as <laughs> true walks away. The fact that they didn't make the playoffs, like it was, it's been a disappointing season for them. It's pathetic. They had a worse record than the Knicks, the Wizards, the Pelicans, and the Spurs. They're yeah. the, they are the Los Angeles Lakers. How how does that happen? How I, does that happen? And what frustrates me even more about this is, I'm telling like LeBron. How do you just leave your team when they're like trying to battle for the last play-in spot, and he just goes? Because I mean, they could. I have an anchor injury. Let's go. They couldn't win with him or without him. They went what six and seventeen without him. Six and seventeen with him. I, I just don't see where they go from this. Like they have so many old guys and just eating up cap space and Anthony Davis, like Yeah. Guys made of paper. It's oh pathetic. my god. This this team is pathetic. They don't show any heart, they don't show any attitude. They just seem beaten down and destroyed and they don't care. Yeah, it's really sad. Well like oh, I saw somebody say I know Truett oh, he left, but Truett talks about how like LeBron wanted uh DeMar DeRozan. Magic Johnson came out and said otherwise. Magic Johnson came out and said that he approached the Lakers about getting yeah, Jamar DeRozan. You don't, you don't think LeBron could, could LeBron get anybody he wants, bro. And he said LeBron wanted Russ. LeBron could get anybody he wants. And, I mean, I, I like Russ. That was a failed experiment. Yeah, it, it's not Russ's fault. He just didn't fit with this team. No. He's a good player. The, the team around them just – it. the team is horrible. The team's it's terrible. It's not well-constructed. No. They they weren't they weren't built to win <laughs> games. Who's that uh, – who's the rookie? Um – Reeves, yeah, yeah, he's like one of the best guys. Like, how is how is how is Austin Reeves going to be the guy giving the most effort? Yeah, and he showed effort every time. Like every yeah. time I watched the Lakers team, like he was hustling, but and you see like Carmelo sad. and these guys just like nothing. Guys with some talent should be doing that. Well, I I like that's not a shot at Austin Reeves. It's just like it, it's pathetic, and it, it's bad for the game of basketball that the Lakers played this horrible this season. Yeah, I agree. Um, how are you going to let the the Clippers? How are you going to let the Clippers sweep your you? Your own team. Your how are own you going to let them sweep you? I'm sorry. It's if pathetic. I'm a, this is a Clippers town now at this point. Like it's pathetic. Really is sad. I, LeBron, like you're supposedly the greatest of all time. Like do something. Show some heart. Show some attitude. Show something. Help your players. Lift them up. Don't just like. Yeah, I scored thirty points this season. It was a tough game, but I gave it my all. Thirty points, like, I you're just throwing your teammates under the bus. Just accept some responsibility. Yeah. Say 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 what happened. Team the team is horrible. Yeah. Okay. I think that's enough of Lakers banter. It just it, it really annoys me because the expectations were so high. Yeah, and he put it on himself. Yeah. The expectations were so high, and and to come out and have a season like this, it's horrible for the game of basketball. It's just a bad look. It's a bad look. And also, the Western Conference is showing the reason why the playing tournament is stupid, because the Pelicans and Spurs are both five and 
seven games behind the Clippers. The Spurs are 13 games under 500. How are they competing against the Clippers for an eight seed? Like, how, like, realistically, the first series could be Suns Spurs. Like, I hope they do away with this playing tournament. It's so dumb. I think they should, like, add a caveat. Like, if you're, like, within, like, two or three games, maybe you can add it into it, but, like, maybe one. Yeah. You're one game. Yeah. You can, you have to be the team that's above you twice, and they have to beat you once. Didn't we have a tie last year for six, seven? I feel like the Nuggets were in a tie. We had to have, like, a, a playoff to get into a playing game last yeah, year. I don't remember, but the whole thing is just, it's ridiculous. It really is. It's very silly. Uh, it's just, it's so embarrassing as a league to have three star players on one team perform the way that they did. And I know they had injuries, but every single team had injuries. That's no excuse. Yeah. The 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 Heat are the one seed, and they had, they had more guys injured. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll, we'll see the Cavs the are doing better than the Lakers. <laughs> How are you gonna? Let the the Wizards had a better record. The Knicks, the Knicks won two games in the span of like two months. <laughs> it's pathetic. It's sad and it's terrible for the game. I. Uh... Yeah, that's a lot of teams. I didn't realize that many teams were better than the Lakers. The Kings are only three games behind them. Yeah, Kings are three games behind. They're in a lottery spot. They could get a lottery pick. Question is, question is though, they, they they're gonna get. They probably have a top ten pick, I right? I don't think they have their pick. They don't have their pick this year. They don't have it. I'm I'm almost positive they don't. Who has the Lakers pick? I don't think they do. <laughs> I, and the fact that they didn't make any moves at the deadline was – oh, my gosh. It's just like – Yep, they owe it to the New Orleans. It's just like my Or Memphis. House. It's just stupid. It's so stupid. It's so frustrating because you have a team with, with guys on it with so much talent. And – I don't have that first-round pick. I was going to joke with, like – Paolo Banchero's play with LeBron. <laughs> he just destroyed the guy. Like I, I, I don't understand how any young guy would ever want to play with LeBron or go join this team. Yeah, and their their best player, well, best role player, Malik Monk, who signed for Vet Min, is not going to be on the team anymore. No, he's going to get it back somewhere else. Mm-hmm. He should have gone on beg last year. I'm not sure why he didn't. Yeah. Anthony Davis, guy made a paper. Uh, we'll see how long he lasts. He's supposed to be in his prime, by the way. Anthony Davis is supposed to be in his prime. He he might be the softest, softest basketball player in the league. It's just, it's pathetic. It if this really is what is. prime looks like for ADM, I'm afraid to see what the downfall is. <laughs> he hasn't Frank, played. Frank Vogel. Gone. Yeah. Very happy. Horrible. Horrible coach. And, I mean, AD played 40 games this season. This was supposed to be the year where he took the reins from LeBron and said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out play incredible. This is going to be my team. And it hurt all year. Like, Literally. it's pathetic. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't have much more to say. Yeah, I don't have anything else to say. Just, it, just, it really angers me. It really does. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Coming back, or yeah. Um. So I guess talk about other 
news in the NBA. Yeah, well, I want to talk about, like, the other awards races because we got – there's a lot of controversy about the MVP this year, who's going to win it. I know Sixers fans are very, very, very biased, but, I yeah, I don't think there's any question that it, it should be Jokic. Yeah, 20,000 points, 10,000 rebounds, 5,000 assists. Like, first guy ever to do that, he, he's the MVP. Yeah, and he's, he's – all his – every single number that he has up from last year when he won – MVP. For some reason, um, this year no one really cares that it's a six seed. You know, some in in, in recent years, it, being a six seed was was enough to uh, seemingly discredit I, well, your MVP. I think only dumb people would do that because what Russ did that season was he had the greatest season ever. But Jokic, Jokic has come very very close. I think to the magnitude what of is, what Russ is did. he still uh, breaking the PER? I don't know, but Rider? I mean he's averaging what twenty six fourteen and. Seven or eight. He's insane. And and you look at this team, and there is nobody on this no, team. Because no Jamal Murray's hurt, Michael Porter Jr.'s hurt. Like, and even if they were healthy, he is. It's not <laughs> carrying this team to a six seed by themselves, all by himself. The coach said it. Mike Malone said it. He said Jokic is tired from carrying this team. <laughs> That's not a very nice thing to say, but well, I, it's true. Okay, 27, 14, and eight. Oh my gosh! And a thirty-three per. Yeah, and the team has a sixty-eight. Feel bad for. Th- I mean, this is just such a stacked um, race. Like any, like you take out any of these guys, you take out Jokic, and I, th- I feel like Giannis could win it. You take out Embiid, uh, and Jokic. You take out all three. Jaw could win it. Yeah. I mean, he's missed some time. Yeah, dude. Well, I mean, <laughs> if this was still the twenty tens, I feel like Jaw, the season he's having, he'd be, he'd be the front runner. And it, you know it's it, it's a, just a great time for basketball. There's a lot of talent in this league right now. International game. It's it an is an international game. game. It is. It really. So last MVP winners, so it was Jokic and then Giannis, right? Mm-hmm. So well, international. I mean, top three candidates are all international players. It's 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 crazy. Top top four. Oh, Luke, oh, yeah. Luca. <laughs> Actually, Jason Tatum's probably above him. Absolutely not. <laughs> He's a better player. Who? Oh. Jason Tatum's Mavs a better player. A better than Luca? Yeah. No, oh. he's not. Mavs had a better record than the Celtics. Imagine oh. if Luca had Jalen Brown. Oh, my God. They would never lose a game. Luca's a crying baby. Okay. Wow. Where is this coming from? I love Luca. Don't get me wrong. I love Luca. <laughs> but I would take Tatum over Luca. <coughs> I wouldn't. I hope, wow. we, I hope you guys play in the finals, but. Luca can't get out of the first round. Oh please! <laughs> These oh, are some <laughs> bold <laughs> statements we're hearing here. Some bold statements. Holy moly! Uh, yeah, Jokic uh, right now is projected to. Both Jokic and Giannis are gonna beat the previous PER record. Wow! And Giannis is gonna win deep boy. He's won it before, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's dude. He's only like what twenty-seven, maybe, and. His resume is already stacked. It, it's ridiculous, dude. Yeah, he could retire tomorrow and be a Hall of Famer. Oh, easily. 100% agree. Did he finish as a top 10 player in NBA history? Yeah. 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 If I mean, he's got to get some more rings. I, I feel like if he retired with one ring. Yeah, no. And I think he will. <laughs> he can get one this year. Yeah. We get a rematch easily. Yeah. I think it's going to happen. I'd be intrigued to see what the Suns can do in a rematch. But you, you just don't want to play Giannis in the playoffs either because – 
if he gets in that mindset where he's going to take over, no, nobody can stop him. Can you guess? Here's a little trivia of my own. Can you guess who previously had the PER record? Is somebody like current? Oh, it was Will. Wow. Okay. Is that just pure guess or you know no, that? I knew that? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then Giannis two years ago was second place. Wow. So that's pretty cool for him. Um, yeah, a lot of wilt on this list. Wow. It's crazy to think that this slug of a Serbian dude is just pooping yeah. on everybody. Yeah, isn't that wild that that's um that's like basketball is just so interesting like that. You don't even need to be like a LeBron James build or 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 a, a you know there's people like Luka there's there's Luka and and um Jokic who, you know, 10 years ago if I saw them I'd probably be like no, these guys are not going to play professional basketball. No. Um they're tall and that's it. And then you know, Jokic and you know, they come out here dominating. It's 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 just crazy. It's yeah. kind of like that. Uh, that you, you you've definitely seen the graphic I'm talking about when it shows DK versus uh, Rodrigo Blakenship. Mm-hmm. It's like these two guys play the same sport. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. like that a little bit here. It's it, it's it's wild. And and there's like I feel like just foreign guys in general just going through it because like you look at like Zach Gideon what what he's doing for like Australian basketball players. Because like there's a lot of Australian basketball players coming through the league who are like the Zach Gideon archetype, which are really interesting to me. It's it's a big of a foreign guys right now. Yeah, yeah, it's becoming a. A foreign league, and um, I mean the, the the number of pro like you're saying the number of prospects is just kind of uh, crazy, especially the ones coming out of Australia. We were talking about the other day the who's the seven two oh, Victor Wenyama. Yeah, who's supposed to be absurd. Yeah. Oh yeah. Next, next year's draft. Well, well, to be honest, I think Victor Wenyama is like where he gets drafted will a lot depend on how Chet does in the NBA this year. Yeah, that's very true. I can't wait for the Thunder to draft him, uh, Victor. Oh, should no, be really excited. No, no. Um, next year. Do you want Chet? No, I don't want Chet at all. You want Paulo or Jabari? Um. Yeah, I would. I lo- I would want Paulo. Uh, Jabari kind of had a pretty bad tournament run. Albert's. Uh, I called you. Albert's is not good. Jabari's not bad. Albert's just wasn't good. I like Paulo. Albert's guards couldn't shoot. I like Jabari's game and his and his build, and I think both. Jabari more than Palace to put on some muscle. Um, I'd be fine with either of them. I don't like a lot of the. Uh, I'm seeing a lot of mock drafts saying the Thunder are going to take Jaden Ivey, which why would you do uh, that? that makes no. I mean, they're just saying like they're in a position where you got to take best player available, which I completely disagree oh. with. Um, Have their two guards. Yeah, that's assuming like. I think a Sixers thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a very much a, a Sixers thing. Like I, I don't think. Uh, I don't think Sam Presti would do that. Um, we got to get in the top three, though, because if we don't get in the top three... You trade up. You got to trade up. But I was saying the same thing last year, and it worked out for the best. I like Giddy, but I was... The entire summer, I was like, please trade up to I get Jalen like Green, and they just never they never pulled the trigger on that. These type of drafts, though, when there's, like, three guys who are head and heels above everybody else, it might cost a lot to get in the top three. The Thunder have it, though. They have all we, the capital yeah. in the world. How, mu- how much do you argument take your four and you want to get to three? We got three first round picks this year. How much do you have to give up to get for four Swap, to three? Swap, give them, give them a pick. This, give them another pick in the first round this year. Give them another pick next year. And, that, and that's not that much for the Thunder. That Two first rounders and a swap. So that which which one are we? Because we have okay, the the two outside of our own that we have this year are very different. It's the Suns and the Clippers, which are very different picks. Because Clippers is going to be thirty. Give them an early first round next next draft. Yeah. Do what the do what the Mavs did. Yeah. 
I think they could do it. I, just, I would be. I think that you kind of have to at this point because sitting on all that yeah. draft capital. Cause yeah, because if, if we fall to four, we're not taking Ivy. So who are we taking? Keegan Murray? Or, AJ or AJ. Yeah, I just – those guys don't, like, scream, like, yes as much as no, they don't. the other dudes. And AJ Griffin's also – and it, it's not a bad problem to have, but our, our two guards are above 6'6", six, six, both of them. So AJ Griffin, I, I believe, is 6'6". Six, six. No, he's, he can't play the three then. I don't, I don't know. Giddy's, like, 6'8", for a point guard. Shea's also – well, you know, I'll look it up. But he's also, I want to say, like, 6'8". Um, <coughs> I, don't, I don't know how that would work out. That's why I'm saying you got to get a big man, throw whoever at the three, throw Dort there. I don't, I don't really care anymore. Um, but I think a big man would really put us in the right direction. I think Paolo – it totally fits with what Paolo. Sam Presti's trying to do because he's trying to get as many guys at as many positions to handle the ball. Right, you bring in Giddy. Shea was already a guy like that. Um, I think that's why they liked Baisley and Poku and those experiments, kind of whatever. But those they they're guys that can handle the ball on offense, and that's Paolo's very good at handling the ball on offense. I don't understand watching the Duke UNC game why they didn't give Paolo the ball every single time because he was he's dominant. He is dominant. He was dominant. And really get to the rim. He is NBA ready. Mm-hmm. He has his body. Oh. His body. I mean, he's huge. The guy knows what he's doing. His IQ is off the charts. He can dribble. He can pass. He can shoot. I think the Thunder really got to go out and get this guy. Just an update. Uh, not an update, but uh, <laughs> Shea is 6'6". Six, six, Giddy is 6'8". Um, Luke Dort is 6'3"? He plays like he plays like he's 6'3". I know. I, that would have sh- is, is he actually 6'3"? Yeah, he's 6'3". Six, 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 oh, my God. I do like, and I, I feel like I was, I was I was saying this to someone five. the other day. I do like the movement that the NBA is going with point guards, where it's all these taller guards coming in, like people like Shea and Giddy and um, Lamelo, and even Cade is pretty oversized for his position. It's kind of this like weird movement that's happening, but I'm honestly a big fan of it. Space, they just make space yeah. so easy. But they're not shooters. All those guys you just named just aren't like three point shooters much. So it's, it's intriguing how they're going to fit in the rest of the NBA. What? When you have a guy like that that can create a six foot yeah. eight point guard going against your six foot one guard, it, it he drives through the hoop. He makes other other guys, everybody else on the team, yeah. can shoot. I mean, I agree. Not to play devil's advocate, but uh, Lamelo is shooting thirty eight percent on eight attempts that's a game. Pretty good. Oh, from three? Second, second yeah, season. that's pretty good. Lamelo, I uh, I don't know why a lot of people aren't talking about. La- I mean, Lamelo's on like every house of highlights, but I don't think people are always like they're they're talking enough about he like plays for the Hornets. Yeah. Kate is not shooting well from three this year. Well, Kate's a rookie. Kate no, is a rookie. No rookies shoot well from three. For sure. I, I, have, I have a question for you guys. Um, every offseason, I feel like we have some some NBA star who forces his way out of some situation. Any anticipations of any NBA star you think is going to go somewhere big? I wouldn't say. I, I don't think he's a star, but he's just. I, I will give him credit because he's pretty good. Rudy Gobert. That is not who I. That's thought not you who I was say. thinking either. Yeah, wow. Or Donovan Mitchell. I was thinking I think Mitchell Jazz, out of Utah. I thought Donovan Mitchell was going to go out of Utah. Have you seen Gobert? Like how what? frustrated he's They're been? both very frustrated. Yeah, yeah. They are the team both, is falling and they, a they lot. They've blown multiple multiple twenty point leads. They yeah. blew a seventeen point lead to the Suns. It's not looking good in Utah. I cannot wait to play them first round, baby. Yeah, dude. Who it's do you think of that truth? Um, I was. Oh, I lost it. I I just I don't know. I, I think sp- I thought I think we were th- thinking about the same guy. Um, I think it's finally time that Dame is gonna get his way out of there. Are you sure? He, he doesn't run with the grind, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, dude. 
they're saying they want to like build around him again. I, I don't. If I, I mean, we, we'd all say the same thing. If, if we were Dame, we'd ask out. Um, I would have asked out three years ago if I was Dame. Not gonna win in Portland. <laughs> no. Uh, I'm trying to think of some. Well, Sean, who, do, who comes to mind when 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 you're asked that question? It's Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. I think Donovan Mitchell's Somebody gone. On the Jazz. I think I think the Jazz are gonna blow it up this offseason. I think they should. I think they started that when they got rid of Ingles, and I think it's gonna be a blow up. Yeah. How how do you how do you trade away your your guy like that, Joel? Embiid? Yeah. Another uh, guy that preaches loyalty. Um, what about Bradley Beal? Is he getting out of there soon? He is so forgotten about. I forgot about him. He's a, he had a terrible yeah, season. He had a really bad year. That's what happens yeah, when you don't play with Russ. What did he average <laughs> last year? Like 30. 30. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He had a great season. Um, yeah, I. It, it's because he got he got shut down <laughs> after the deadline, so not like. Oh jeez. Not like early, early in the season, but like still, he hasn't he hasn't played in like I want to say like thirty games. Oh, they sh- wow. they shut him down for a while. Do you think Zion leaves? That they they haven't done that experiment yet. I, I know, getting, but Zion could still want to be out there. Getting CJ helped a lot yeah. because CJ's looked really good for the Pelicans. CJ and Brandon, um, I don't know. It, it's weird. Like I don't know what's going on with Zion and his and his uncle or whatever, whoever his agent is. But his like because they said Zion's not playing <coughs> anymore, and then his uncle came out and said like Zion will like suit up for a game this season. <laughs> well, kind of a little late to be doing that, and yeah. and. Did Not see, too many opportunities. Did you see him and Ja talking after the game the other day? No. Zion looked huge. Like bad huge or good? Bad. Uh, well, as somebody who's been to New Orleans, I can understand how he yeah. <laughs> he's eating a lot of food and got on that. I, I saw something that said the uh, the Pelicans will trade up for Chet, draft Chet, and then whenever Zion wants to eat, they'll just make Chet eat. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. That's <laughs> yeah, that, that would work out pretty well. I would actually, yeah. Uh, I, I think I think they have to they have to give that a go. Healthy Pelicans, Bi, yeah, CJ. Yeah, it, w- it would be good if, if Zion, if Zion was could so be healthy. good when he played. Yeah, yeah. The other thing I'm thinking about is does Trey Young ever force himself Ooh. out of Atlanta? Uh, nah, hasn't been there long enough. Not long enough, but I, I wait. Didn't I, he just sign his uh sign an extension, right? Didn't I know, but I, I I see it coming. These contracts don't mean anything nowadays. Yeah, I guess that's true. You got to see if if this season was was a was a blip or not. Because they 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 I mean, great W season last last year, Eastern oh, Conference yeah. Finals. That whole uh, you know everyone talks about the Sixers end of that, but the Hawks beating the Sixers were down in that series, came back won. Um, the whole you know in the Garden what they did to the Knicks like I, last year was it was it was a season of Ws for for the Hawks. You got to see if this is like a trend or not. Yeah, they've just had rough stretches this whole season. They have, but even last year they just got hot. They had a terrible start to the season, just got hot. Yeah, they did. Them. They did. I ca- I honestly thought it might happen again this year because they, oh, such an abysmal start. I feel bad for them because they're seven and three in their last ten. Playing the Knicks last year in the playoffs was really tough. Though. Oh yeah, my, beat, the, beat the brakes off some some team that shouldn't be there. My last la- last big question, and I can give you a trivia question of the day, but. Argument's sake, just a hypothetical. The Sixers lose in the second round <coughs> this year. This year, okay. Is James Harden back? Yeah. You you give James Harden everything because you figure. Does James Harden want to be back? You can't lose two years in a row with James Harden and Bead, right? You can't. It can't be he possible. Can't, he can't say. Um, he can't say he doesn't want to be back after after what he did to get there. 
That would be a mm-hmm. terrible look. That would uh, that would ruin his entire reputation. I mean, it's already it's already fragile. gone. He doesn't have a reputation. Yeah, it, it, it is already fragile. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So playing the. I mean, we can chalk the Raptors up as being a win for them. That, that series. Maybe Raptors, it'll go Raptors like six. just beat them. Raptors and, and they just don't. Beat them. They don't have Tybal. Tybal can't play in Toronto. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's not vaccinated. That is kind of a weird home court advantage for, for, for the Raptors. The Celtics get there too. I'm not sure Celtics who the Celtics are not like Tatum and Brown are both vaccinated, so I'm not sure who on the Celtics it, it's is. It's Jalen Brown and Al Horford. Oh really? Yeah. Never mind. I'm <laughs> yeah. That that was honestly just <laughs> seeing the the face that you just <laughs> made. It's like oh, <laughs> a little bit of panic there. It's it, it's such a non basketball basketball factor. It's I don't know. It's whatever. Poor Kyrie. Yeah, but he's playing now. Yeah, but like the whole season. Yeah. That's another thing. Which, when you, we're talking about Durant, I mean, Kyrie was a part-time player. Yeah, um, sometimes you got to you gotta force your teammates to do stuff. Did you hear the, 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 the April Fool's joke that they played on Kyrie Irving? <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> Sean, did you hear about that? I did. <laughs> Burned out his house. <laughs> no, we're, we're, we're joking. That didn't, that didn't happen. That's not, that's not fake news. It was, it was, it's a play on, um, I don't even know if I want to get into it. <laughs> um, before trivia, before trivia, yeah. can we go through all these matchups we have winning each round? Yeah, we're going to make a bracket. Speaking of brackets, yeah. we didn't even talk about how I won our little... Okay, you had Kansas winning All right, all, calm man. down. I, even without Kansas, I, I was going to win the whole bracket. I don't know anything about college basketball, and, and we didn't even say once well, on the that's show how that it goes. I was sweeping. I, I, I like more than doubled you guys' points early on. I picked too many upsets in college basketball. Yeah, I had University of Alabama, Birmingham in my final four. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) What? Yeah. Okay. Go Dragons. 99.6 percentile. Thank you. Nice, man. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, would have traded that whole thing for a Nova championship. but Maybe you picked Nova if we would have won. Yeah. (laughs) It's all true. It's fault. (laughs) It's fair. I'll take that blame. It, it, It felt wrong. It felt like a dirty victory. We'll definitely do bracket though for the NBA. We'll, yeah, we'll keep very close. Uh, I don't know. We'll we'll keep watch over that update. Yeah. Do we just want to? Do we want to go series by series? Or well, just want to make we don't just really rapid know, fire. There, there is yeah. a lot of uh, let's let's just go fire. let's go rapid fire. Yeah. Um, we'll start in the east. We have to wait. We have to make assumptions about the play-in tournament. Yeah. We're just put put in whoever's eight. We'll just heat put eight. Okay. Heat, heat cap. Heat heat heat. Bucks Nets. Nets. Bucks. Really. Uh, Celtics, Bulls. Bulls, Celtics, Celtics, Sixers, Raptors, Sixers. Sixers. Okay, second round. Heat, Sixers. Ooh, oh. I'm gonna go Sixers. 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 Okay, rank. You got um. Celtics, Nets, Celtics. I got Bucks. Well, Celtics, we have, we Bucks. have, yeah, we have Bucks, Celtics. Okay. Okay. Well, Finals. It, yeah, oh. Sixers, Sixers, Celtics for you. Celtics, and we got Sixers, Bucks, Bucks, Bucks. Yeah. Okay, so you got the Celtics in the finals. Yeah, I don't think we. I, I think I think we beat Philly. I I don't know if we beat the Nets. And this is that'd be intriguing. This is part two to regs to how the Giants can make the playoffs. <laughs> no, come on. You, you, <laughs> no, no. You, this, you this is very different. Like, it's very different. I'm kidding. Okay. Some somehow missed the Bucks. Oh my God. Yeah. 
Suns Clippers. Okay. Suns. <laughs> Wolves Grizzlies. Grizzlies. That's gonna be a great. Be a I, great think great I think this goes seven. I think this goes seven. Six or seven. Yeah. Yeah. Grizzlies and seven. I'm gonna take the Grizzlies, but I'm not confident on it. Warriors Nuggets. Warriors. 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 Mavs Jazz. Mavs. 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 Yes. Okay. Suns Mavs. Ooh. Suns and foe. No, I'm kidding. I'll just, I'll take Suns though. I don't want to get swept. Suns in five or six. Yeah, Luca will hit a Luca will hit a game winner. He'll go off for fifty one game. Yeah. Warriors Grizzlies. I'll go. I'll go Warriors. Even though I don't want to. Ooh, I'll go Warriors. I'll go Warriors. Yeah, Warriors Suns. Suns. Dang. So we have a Suns Bucks. We, we, we literally predicted a Suns, you and I. So Suns Celtics. Suns Celtics, I think Suns probably win that. Okay, I thought you were about to say Celtics for a second. I was like, yeah. Suns Bucks. Who do you got? Suns, if, it's, if it's Suns Bucks, I would pick the Bucks. Yeah, I think Giannis repeats. I think Giannis doesn't. I think Suns got him this year. He doesn't let them lose. I think Suns got him this yeah. year. Wow. I would love to see that, though. I'd love to see CP3 get his first. Love to see him get a ring. Love to see Devin get a ring. Yeah. Okay. Mikel get a ring. Okay. Eight players in NBA history have averaged 35 or more points. Wait, one second. Let's make confirm that number. 34 or more points. 34? Or more points in an NBA season. Who are those eight? Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Yes. Wilt Chamberlain. Yes. Wilt Chamberlain did a lot. Uh, was it James Harden was one of them? Yeah. He did Harden did it twice. Kobe's done it once. Crazy. So that's four. Now we move on to, like, there's got to be some old guys in there. Kareem, maybe? Kareem did it, yes. Yeah, Kareem. 34 or more? Yeah. Uh, Does Kevin Durant ever come close? Yeah. No. Oh, I thought he, he averaged, like, 32 as MVP yeah. season. So what do we got left? Two more? Three. Three? There's got to be old guys on there. Yeah. No new guys? Or newish? No. And Eldred Baylor. Yep. Yeah, big up. Jerry West? Or is that too off? I think he, I think this guy played in his time period. The Jerry you West? I think time. he did. Um, oh, no. <laughs> Frank, you don't even know who this guy is. It's going to be like John Hatton. Oh, never mind. This guy played for... I play for Golden State most of the time. Left? Two guys. He played for Rick Barry. Yep. Last what? guy. Rick Barry averaged above 34 a game? <laughs> the underhand free throw guy? Yeah. Rick Barry averaged 35.5 <laughs> in 1966. Wow. True. I think you probably could have averaged 20 that season. <laughs> <laughs> probably. The guy shooting free throws underhand, bro? Okay, last guy is okay. a lake. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Let me see. So he's a Laker. He played for the Lakers. Played for a lot of different teams. I would have said Kareem or Wilt. Nope. Said that. He was a center. A lot of different teams. Uh, Is it uh Paul? Nope. Oh. Old. It's got to be an old guy. 
He set the record in 74 with the Buffalo somethings. Braves? Yeah, Buffalo Braves back in 1964. Oh, my God. It's going to be something like some... Some Moses Malone. No, no. Yeah, some guy that you just never guess. Bob I, McAdoo or something. That's what it is. <laughs> it's wow. Bob McAdoo. Clippers legend. Yeah, that's the only reason why I knew that. Yeah. It's because of 2K. Yeah. What? I, I didn't like that at all. Bob McAdoo? <laughs> How many? How many points? 34 and a half. Oh, so he barely. Was he the cutoff range then? No, Harden, Harden did it at 30. Didn't Harden average like 36 or something? Harden averaged 36 and 36 in 2018, and then holy ball, wow, 34 in 2019. That's Don't matter if that slept was me. on, bro. Um, I got a little trivia, kind of related. Okay. How many players, and you gotta name them, um, averaged 30 on 50 percent shooting, 30 or more on 50 percent or better? Russell Westbrook. Nope. No. God, no, dude. On 50% shooting? God. James and Michael Jordan. That's it? Those are the only yep. two guys ever. Yeah. 30 points in a season and above 50% shooting. Did LeBron do it this year for the first time? I don't know if it was for the first time, but he, yeah, he did it this year. That's that's crazy. That's weird. It's just, it's... it's surprised Shaq never did that. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. actually am surprised Shaq never did that. What, what was... Shaq probably didn't average over 30. That's the problem. Um, uh, he never cracked 30. 29.7 on 57% shooting. Oh, okay. Yeah, so in 99. He was practically there. Yeah. Oh, so close. Giannis must have been close last year because Giannis averaged 29.8. Yeah. I can, I can definitely have seen Giannis being really close. Um. So what did Embiid and Giannis shoot this year? 29.9. Oh, wait, no, that's 29.9. Dude, he has this year. This year, Giannis averaged 29.9 at 55%. Yeah, I was say. So, he hasn't even been close to averaging under 50% if he, shooting. If he scores a lot, third maybe year. Over third. Yeah, if, he dro- if Giannis drops 40, does he bump up to 30 points a game? Possibly. This is crazy uh, efficiency. What did he beat shoot this year? Imagine if Giannis got the Embiid foul, foul call, like, type of treatment. He'd probably average 50 a game. Embiid shot 49. Oh, so he was right there, too. 30 points per game, 49%. So there's a lot of guys teetering that edge. So if Embiid goes off against the Pistons tonight, 50 and on really Actually, good shooting. He's shooting 49.9%. Oh, yeah, so when he goes off against the Pistons. He could easily get there tonight. Yeah. Okay, how many times did Michael Jordan do it? Six. Close. More? Five. LeBron? Um, problem is LeBron hasn't really, he hasn't cracked 30 too many times. He's cracked 30. No, 48%, 48%. How many times has he cracked 30? Three times. Oh, that's it? It's the youngest player and the oldest player now to ever average 30. Um, I think this is his first year. Yeah, first year. 30 on 50 on above 50. <coughs> it's crazy. It's wild. Um, all right. Any more trivia? Anybody? Yeah. Any, anybody got anything? We kind of just went into this trivia uh, tangent. I really liked it, though. Yeah. Um, well, off, off next week. Loved it. Loved it. 
Oh, we are off. The, so next week is Easter. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, God. I, I, I get so... I feel so empty on Sundays when we don't have the show. We, I, I just sit around and, and, and for the entire hour we're supposed to be on and just cry. Um, <laughs> and I, I, assume, I assume the listeners do the same thing, too. <laughs> uh, but don't worry. Everything's going to be on YouTube. Um, go follow the Twitter right now. I don't, just go follow it right now. Well, I don't we'll, know we'll post our brackets when we make our NBA we, yeah, brackets. We will. We, we will, will post those on Twitter we'll when they come out. Polls, the polls up for sure. Yeah, so I don't have to say that I won the bracket. You'll be able to see when I'm dominating this bracket upcoming. Okay, you may have won the bracket, but NFL picks you didn't do too hot. No, I forgot about that. I really <laughs> did. I'll try and block that out of my memory. What? what? Do MLB picks too? Early season, who's gonna win each division? Yeah, I'll, no, I'll, not, not I'll, you, I'll sweep you guys in that too. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Uh, this has been fun in the locker room. Every Sunday, eleven thirty. You know where to find us. Just not next week. <laughs> Just not next week. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time.